Welcome to the Tip of the Spear, where it's my mission to honor the ways of our ancestors by putting back in what the modern world left out to return our people to strength, health, and happiness. I'm your host, Ben Johnson, and I know from decades of my own suffering that our decisions around food, movement, environment, and community can unlock vibrant health, the kind of health that will unleash your full potential. Our forefathers possessed resilience and problem-solving that shames our safe space, everyone's a winner, nonsense-laden culture of today. And I'm here to show you how to put back in what the modern world left out, to reclaim your birthright of strength, health, and happiness. Jumbo Sana, my friends. Welcome to episode four of the Tip of the Spear podcast, where I'm really excited to talk to you about how to move like our ancestors today. Tangential segment on the Jambo Sana. (laughs) I I don't know why I elected to open the podcast with that, but it's kind of become a a mental tick of mine of sorts. I spent six months living in Africa when I was 20 years old doing volunteer work. So I I didn't learn Swahili, but I, I picked up a few conversational phrases, and I just loved how happy folks were to see one another They're, they put a lot more of an emphasis on relationships and human connection than we do in the western world likely a result of their material poverty but it's still a beautiful and nurturing emotional environment of you know connection between humans and i just remember looking back um, at my time there and walking into villages and having these people just be so excited uh, to see me and to see their friends and just hearing these joyous um, greetings of Jambo Sana, my friends. Uh, it just it fills me with happiness, puts a smile on my face, and so that's why I've I've elected to open the podcast that way. In case you were wondering, so we're talking about movement today, and that's something that I, I hold in high regard in my life. I have struggled. Part of my uh, journey with you know autoimmunity, as I'll call it, has involved a lot of muscle spasticity and joint pain if I don't manage my lifestyles in the correct way, and I've found that strenuous exercise through whether that's walking or weightlifting or playing sports and really fatiguing my muscles goes a long way to reducing spasticity and improving my quality of life. So I've found a lot of benefit from a diligent practice and exercise over the course of my life. It took me the first 20, 21 years to realize the importance, but since then I've, I've tried to be pretty disciplined about maintaining it because of the beneficial results that I've seen from it. I think in today's day and age, it's, it's difficult. The modern world has a lot of casts, like physical casts for our bodies, you know, that come in the shape of cars and desks and escalators and elevators and all of these things that make our life easier from an effort perspective, but much more difficult from a movement uh, competency perspective. It's it's easy to go through the day without putting your body through a full range of motion and being able to maintain strength and postural integrity, making sure that your body is working in the correct way through a full range of motion. So it's something we need to think intentionally about, uh, but it's also something that's very simple to start. If I was to implore you to do one thing from this podcast about moving like our ancestors today, it would be to walk three times a day. You know, first thing in the morning as your cup of coffee, in the afternoon after you eat lunch, getting outside for a brisk 15 to 30 minute walk, and then again in the evening after you've eaten dinner as you're winding down. If you could get out for three 15 to 30 minute walks a day, 
that's going to have a huge impact on your overall quality of life. Uh, walking after your meals lowers your blood sugar spike, like your postprandial blood sugar spike. So every time after you eat, your body is processing the carbohydrates that you've eaten or just the food stuffs that you've eaten. And your body spikes your blood sugar, releases insulin to clear that blood sugar from your body uh, and shuttle it to where it needs to go. And walking, providing some level of physical stimulus and muscular demand for that blood sugar helps your body shuttle it to those locations more quickly and really improve your quality of life. It, uh, in practice, that looks like more sustained energy, more mental clarity, less fatigue. I know it's a big for me after lunch, um, I'll get tired. I find like I'm, it feels like I'm slogging through the mud, sending emails or trying to get organized in the afternoon. And without fail, if I just put my stuff down and go for a 30 minute walk, I come back rejuvenated and ready to, to get after it in the afternoon. And that is really in line with how our ancestors would have lived. You know, we spent a lot of time hunting and gathering. So that was walking around, looking for food, carrying the food back to our people, um, hunting, tracking down animals, chasing them down, checking our traps, uh, and then doing the physical work associated with preparing food uh, to be enjoyed with uh, those that we held dear. So anything that we can do in today's day and age of so much infrastructure and separation from our bodies to get back to in touch with our bodies and understand um, that the way we use our bodies directly influences our mind. There's something that I've been reading about in the past week that has I've found fascinating. It's called embodied cognition is what they call it, which is a fancy way to say that the way we use our bodies influences the quality of our minds and our emotions. They did a fascinating study where they took folks who were chronically depressed and they injected Botox into their frown lines. They paralyzed their face so that they couldn't frown. And what they saw was instantaneous relief from depression. When these people weren't able to make sad faces, they felt less sad. But then fascinatingly, as they followed them over the next four to six weeks, these people also didn't experience any joy. The, the paralysis of their face and their inability to show emotion through their face regulated their body's ability to feel emotion on both ends of the spectrum, both happiness and sadness, which, you know, that's, that sucks. Life is beautiful because of the highs and the lows and the contrast between states that we experience. So that's an interesting insight when you think about our physically limited environments from a movement perspective influence our intellectual and emotional environments to be limited as well. The fact that we don't live in move, a movement-rich environment, said differently, a movement-rich environment it helps us express emotionally and intellectually rich environments as well. And I think that is, I mean, <laughs> mind-blowing. Like, that's so beautiful and so insightful for why life is hard today. Because we get caught in these loops of doing the same physical, mental, and emotional tasks. And over time, it just becomes drudgery and life gets monotonous and boring and hard. And there's a simple and elegant solution to breaking up that monotony. And it looks like moving your body. And that can start with walking. And as you build the discipline and the practice of moving on a regular cadence, you can add some complexity to that through a I like strength training, but that can be sports. 
you know, skiing, soccer, basketball, whatever tickles your fancy. Um, just anything that helps push your body in a new way will help the quality of your thoughts, the quality of your mind, the quality of your emotions. Uh, and I mean, endorphins are also a hell of a drug. I, I love getting a good workout in and the feeling of accomplishment and satisfaction that comes from that, that, that neurochemical soup of uh, strain and recovery. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Another beautiful aspect of exercise is a brain-derived neurotrophic growth factor. Our brain's ability to build new synapses, grow new cells, and form new connections is improved through exercise. So our ancestors, by living in a movement-rich environment, by fighting for survival every day, were helping their brains form novel connections so that they could solve problems more elegantly and you know, really manifest the world that we're living in today that's full of the potential for abundance and love and connection and all of these beautiful things that are made possible by technology, but we're, we've been separated from because we're, we're not moving our bodies in the way that we need to. We're not connecting with other humans in the way that we need to, and we're not nourishing our bodies the way that we need to. So the, obviously the focus of this podcast is move. And I think, you know, again, I don't want to get on here and talk about some overly complex exercise protocols because I know that's where that's not where most people are. There's lots of resources out there if you are looking for advanced programming. Um, a shout out for thefittest.com. Uh, we're going to have some really good elite CrossFit programming on there for free um, that you can you can check out. But in the short term, the easiest the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single a single step, and that literally means. Just start walking. If you don't have an exercise discipline today, that's okay. I've been there, and I know how daunting it can be in today's day and age where we glorify all these ultra-fit people. And if, you're, if you don't have exercise discipline, it can be like, what's the point of me even starting? <laughs> because I'm never going to look like so-and-so, or um, you know, I won't ever have the results that they do. But that's completely beyond the point. The quality of your mental and emotional landscape will be vastly improved through regular exercise. And that's the real message that I want to communicate today is that movement is medicine. And it's medicine that we have had throughout our evolutionary past as a result of just the demands of the world that we lived in, where we had to move to get our food, we had to move to spend time with people that we loved, and we had to move to survive, <laughs> whether that was following a herd of buffalo as the, the Native Americans or the Plains Indians did in North America, or whether that was hunting down, you know, um, animals in sub-Saharan Africa, <laughs> or chasing cattle herds around like the Maasai do in, in Kenya, uh, in modern day Eastern Africa. We had to move because our environment demanded it. And now in today's environment, it, it doesn't demand it. There's a lot of simplified and destructive ways to move through the world that don't allow our bodies to express themselves effectively. And that limits our emotional and spiritual and physical happiness. So I don't have a lot else to say about that. I, you know, um, start slow. Building habits is hard. So if you don't have this habit, um, be kind to yourself. Get out and walk three times a day, 15 to 30 minutes in the morning, 15 to 30 minutes in the afternoon. 15 to 30 minutes in the evening. And as you 
feel the physical, emotional, and spiritual rewards of that movement practice, you'll be naturally inclined to do more, add degrees of difficulty, add degrees of complexity. And, you know, it it makes me think back to when I started exercising. I exercised like a total buffoon. (laughs) You know, I, I hurt myself multiple times because I didn't know what I was doing. And that was okay. It was still part of the journey. Um, and obviously I'm not encouraging you to go overstrain yourself and hurt yourself as I did, whether that's for context, I was, um, deadlifting and I was trying to keep up with friends. I was lifting heavy weight without having a good understanding of form. And I herniated a disc in my back really badly at, at 21 and I was crippled for months. (laughs) It was awful, uh, debilitating. It really was a, a slap in the face where I had prioritized a lot of my physical health and then it just got ripped out from under me like a rug. Uh, and it was an important lesson to me about, you know, being intentional and incremental in your development of habits. And that's what I want to stress today is that if you don't have a movement discipline, start small, you know, make a list, write down your goals of moving or walking three times a day and and get out there and get it done and, and watch the benefits pour in. Uh, please, I would love if anyone reached out to me directly, I'd be happy to help, encourage you, support you. I want to build a community around these ancestral living tenants and share examples of how they have helped people. And I'm here as a resource in that community, first and foremost, to talk you through any emotional difficulties that you're having or support you in any way that I can. So you can follow me on Instagram at human updated, or you can send me an email at podcast at tip of the spear.co. Let me know what questions you have, how things are impacting your life in a positive way. Uh, and how ancestral living is helping you be the best version of yourself. So all that to say, get out there and move. Our ancestors moved often. They moved in a variety of ways. And we know that a movement-rich environment helps us be more dynamic and complex emotionally and intellectually and spiritually as well. And that is, I mean, I think that that's been one of the main tropes in my mind this week. I think it's such a beautiful analogy for life uh, and it's really inspiring me to, to get out and move in novel ways and to share my love for movement with the people in my life uh, and that includes you guys. So I hope everyone's doing well. I hope you're deploying these ancestral living principles in your life and if you have any hesitations or questions, please reach out to me. And if you know anyone who could benefit from ancestral living in their life, please share this podcast, share ancestral supplements.com. Follow myself at human updated, follow the liver King on Instagram. Uh, There's lots of ways we're trying to get these messages out there and spread the health and wealth that is feeling good and having your emotions and your mind regulated in an effective way so that you can you can deliver value in your communities and you can support your loved ones and you can just be the beautiful human beings that we are all meant to be. So with that, enjoy the rest of your week. Get out and go for a walk. That's what I'm about to do. I'm going to type up the description for this podcast and I'm going to take my dog Maya and we're going to go for a long walk this evening. And I hope that you will do the same. So until next time, we'll be back talking about the next ancestral tenant. Sorry which is avoiding dangers like our early ancestors did. That's going to be a good one. There's a lot of dangers in the world today that we may not be aware of that are important to consider. So I'm excited to come back and talk to you about that later this week. 
Uh, be on the lookout. Please share this with anyone who you think might find it useful. Anyone in your life that you know that's suffering from anxiety, depression, um, mobility issues, like myself, skin issues, muscle spasms, um, anyone who's not living a life of health and abundance, uh, please share this message with them. I'm here as a resource and I will be creating more content and trying to improve my ability to articulate myself and these principles and my stories uh, so that you can integrate them in your life and we can, we can find health and wealth and abundance together. So until next time, much love. We'll talk to you guys soon.